our target audience, they don't want just hard sales. They want content as well. For Nubu, it's still very important to be covering all these media at the same time. Hello, and welcome to Memorable Marketing by Media Group. My name is Thomas Mai, and I'm your host. We interview leading CMOs, business innovators, entrepreneurs, experts on all things marketing, brands, campaigns, and awareness. If you like the podcast and you'd like to find out about more about how you can work with us, stay tuned to the end of this podcast and you can find out how you can contact me and I can help you with your marketing needs. Today we have a special guest. It's uh, Camilla Berving-Nielsen. She's the brand and marketing manager for a brand called Nupu, which is a weight loss uh, powder brand. And it's actually a brand that's going to celebrate 40 years of business, which is unheard of. They went through a rough time and now they're back on track. And um, they have an 80% awareness, 76% awareness in Denmark and 80% of the market share in Denmark, which is phenomenal. In this episode, we talk about how they want to expand into other countries and how they do that. So it wasn't really a big rebranding we needed to do, but we needed to focus more on other marketing models. So everything has to be uh, thought through in a digital way. Welcome to Memorable Marketing by Media Group, episode 11. Today we've got a very special guest. We have Camila Brewing-Nielsen from Nupo. And uh, Nupo is a... Um, Maybe you should talk more about what Nupu really is, but it's been around since 1981, which I was actually blown a little bit away by because I remember my mom buying it a long time ago. Um, That's right. That's right. Um, you, your mom and my mom both. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you. Um, Nupu is actually celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. Um, so we date back to 1981. Um, and it was a leading uh, obesity scientist, Dr. Fleming Quill, who invented it. Um, uh, and, uh, and, and then it took off and, uh, Nupo, uh, the name incidentally means, uh, nutritional power. So, uh, that was the whole uh, meaning of it. Um, and, um, and, uh, it had, uh, it went very well throughout the eighties and the nineties. It, uh, went down, uh, afterwards and, uh, now it's up again. It's on the rise for, Less unfortunate reasons, we should say, because uh, there's a lot of obese people in the world. Yes, unfortunately. So it helps in that regard. But he was a market leader, was a first mover back then in the, the 80s and then the 90s. But now there's a lot of different products on the market who's doing the same thing or at least claiming to do the same thing. Yes. And uh, yes, there is. I mean, we do. Uh, I mean, in Denmark, we, we definitely have the advantage of being the, the most well-known brand within this product category, um, both because of its long history, but also because um, most people at this time know our products. They know they work. Um, but obviously, it's different in other markets outside uh, Denmark, because that's where the competition is. Um, in Denmark, we actually have over 80% of the uh, of the market um, up to date. So, um, so that's easy for us. It's not here we need to brand ourselves. Okay. All right. So... Before we get into this, let's just get a little bit of sense of you. I'll just jump right into it, talking about Nupo. So I want to hear a little bit about you. So what is your? what did you do before you joined uh, Nupo? Well, actually, I had my my first professional steps. Um, goes all the way back to 96 in Los Angeles when I went to college. And afterward, afterwards, I worked as a PA for an architectural company. Um, and uh, so it wasn't really until I returned to Denmark in 2002 
two, I think it was, um, that I began my interest within marketing. Um, I studied marketing. I became a market um, economist at a business college, and I took a bachelor degree in what was called international marketing. Uh, no, uh, sorry, international communication, marketing, and English. And uh, therefrom, it's been uh, all about communication for me. Um, but but I've actually, I've had. Um, I, I mean, my journey has centered more about visual communication and copywriting. Um, and, uh, and it's been really centered around the fashion business and interiors. Um, so it's only recently that I've, uh, entered these different fields. And I have to say, it's actually a very pleasing and fulfilling feeling to market a product that actually helps people to a healthier life, uh, compared to, uh, previous businesses I've been in. So I'm very pleased where I am. Well, it does good in the world. That's the good thing. <laughs> and, yes, he joined, uh, and you joined Nupu around seven, eight months ago? Yes. Yes, I did. And you're currently um, the, the brand and marketing manager. I am, yes, yes. So let's talk about back in the 80s and 90s. It was a different time. There was no internet. There was no computers. There was no cell phones. I know it sounds crazy, but that was the time. And <laughs> it was there was a was sold in the stores, <laughs> right? And then fast forward, we start getting computers. We started getting internet. started getting cell phones and apps and stuff like that. You said there was a period where Nupu was not around. Was that because of competition or didn't evolve? Yeah, with the market? no, it was something to do about how the company, the previous owners, viewed their own products. They became more. Um, they became less focused on the core capability of what the products can actually do, which is help people lose weight. What happened was, my understanding of it was that um, before it got purchased uh, by a, a company in, in 2017, the um, company had really gone down in market share in Denmark. I mean, we were, it was outrageous. And the CEO, Peter Wilhelm, who is our current CEO, had also been the CEO from uh, 2008 to 12, and they parted ways because they did not agree on the on 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 the way forward. So uh, when he was asked to come back in 2017, he had a very clear vision about it, and he's definitely turned everything around. I mean, we're doing amazingly, and uh, and it's all due to his vision. He's gathered a a, a great team, uh, and and he he. He, he turned the ship around to focus on what the products can do because they, they'd simply lost track of what the products can do. It become more almost like a candy. And that's not what our products can do. They're amazing. They can actually help you lose weight. So he focused back on that and that's, uh, gained our momentum back. Uh, so, so, uh, I definitely tip my hat to him. Um, uh, well done. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, so, but, but in, in those years leading up to that, um, I mean, it, 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 it has just always had a, a foot to stand on in Denmark, which is easy for us, which is what I mean when we don't need to constantly rebrand ourselves. Because if you mention Nubo, there's actually, we just did a, a, a survey and there's actually a, a 76% uh, um what, how do you say that they know our brand? I mean that if you say them, that, yeah, brand awareness, uh, and that's huge, in, you know, for a market. So, 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 uh, so we're very proud of that, um, which is leading back to why we focus on the export markets because uh, we, we need to we need to move uh, beyond the borders, right? Absolutely, have to expand. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Noble gets rebranded or not rebranded, but comes out alive again, new owners in 2017. Now it's a completely different world from 1981, meaning that we have apps, we have phones, we have marketing channels, there's lots of different platforms, social media. How does Nupu re-enter a market that is already full of other brands? Well, actually, um, as mentioned before, we do still have um, we do have the advantage of still being a very well-known brand here. So it wasn't really a big rebranding we needed to do, but we needed to focus more on other marketing models because it's always been a very traditional uh, marketing mo model that Nubo has followed in um, in the way that we've used. Uh, very traditional media such as um, television, radio, outdoor media, printed ads, so forth. Um, so in 2017 is when we really in, in 17 excuse me is, is when we really started looking at digital media. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and 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 but but I have to say we are we have a target audience that is not. Um, what should you say? They're both. They're not neither or. I mean, they're very strong and active on social media, but they're also uh, very strongly represented in the aforementioned more traditional media. So for Nubu, it's still very important to be covering all these media at the same time, which is a little bit of a balance sometimes. Of course, of course. And <clears throat> this new journey, um, so... In Denmark, you said you had 80% share, which is phenomenal. I mean, any company, that's almost like a monopoly. That's that's very impressive. But the journey of taking the brand of Nupu going into other countries, I guess that's where the challenge is right now? Yes, and that is our focus. It's a, it's a, We're looking globally, um, and we are already represented in, uh, in, in quite a few markets. But obviously, we are... Uh, smaller players in the field in those markets. And so that's why we're focusing on, on those markets, never forgetting, of course, uh, the Danish market, which is obviously the most important for us. But uh, our export markets are increasing as we speak. And is there any territories, any countries you focus on uh, before anyone, someone else? Or are you just going blanket everywhere or what's the strategy no there? i mean we 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 have uh we have different markets but we we are definitely focusing on the german market because we're on amazon in germany and we've just got uh we are just have just arrived on amazon in uh, the uk and in a few weeks we'll be in poland as well and we're entering the swedish market Uh, but we are, we have a lot of the Eastern European markets that we're represented in, but that we're obviously trying to, um, constantly grow through distributors, locally, uh, local distributors. Local distributors. So that's the strategy, having someone locally to put them in shops, or is it something being sold online, or do you do both models? It's actually a little different from market to market. Um, we've learned, uh, in, uh, in Germany, we're, Our, our main focus is on Amazon because it's such a huge outlet. Um, but in some of the other uh, European countries, it's a little difficult. But, but definitely online is also growing in those markets, which have been um, – they've been a little uh, slower to get on board that train. Uh, but now that they've arrived, they're looking into uh, online marketing. Well, so a lot of the times we'll end up in different – Uh, pharmacies, uh, pharmacy change, for example, that sell our stuff and, uh, 
and that's that's what we're going for a lot of the time. Sometimes it's in retails, but online definitely seems to be the way to go. So both online direct-to-consumer on the Amazon model, but also trying to get into pharmacies and also retail. So cover all the bases, basically be where, where people are shopping, both in physical in, in, in the digital space, but also in physical locations. Yes, okay. because some of the places they have a... There are some of the, the countries, the markets that we've learned that when it comes to diet products, they have a... Um, They, they're used to something specific. Some people prefer to do it in retails, but some people are used to going to cl clinics, for example, if they're talking about weight loss, which is why they'll sell it through clinics. So it depends on what market is, what the market is used to. Okay. Wow. So, so by having a professional doctor or nutritionist or dietitian, Sorry, I'm not familiar with all the, the correct titles for all these It's different right. people. But uh, they can recommend a product and they also sell it, of course, for, for you. And then they become a, like a mean distributor or they, they also make a little bit of money of, of selling it. Yes, both. Uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. But we are, Nupo is actually the brand that has uh, the most clinical trials supporting uh, the products in the world. So we're very proud of that. And, uh, and we continue to support any trial that would like to test our products because we know they work. Um, and a lot of hospitals, a lot of uh, uh, clinics use our products to test it. And it always comes out with a very positive outcome. So that's, uh, that's sort of our claim uh, to, be, to be here. Uh, the whole foundation is that we know it works. Okay. So... If you have different customers, you have uh, direct-to-consumers, you go you go business-to-business business and business-to-consumers, you have different areas, you're going Amazon, you're going into stores, you have dietitians, nutritionists, you have you, – your marketing angle is, is a little bit all over the place or how do, you, how do you distinguish between each market and each category? What do you do there, if I may ask? Well, it's up to the, to the, to the distributor in each market. So, uh, so they actually will decide. I mean, we we obviously uh, we obviously will have to approve the distributor, uh, but um, but their vision, their plan is what we go with, and that's why it differs a little little bit between markets. Um, but uh, but uh, we can see that because in, in for example in Denmark we're still definitely uh, more represented in retail but the web shops are growing online sales uh, and especially supported by corona last year um sales you know they skyrocketed and the trend doesn't seem to um i mean it's obviously reached a certain level but it hasn't gone down um you know in in some dangerous way um, so so it differs that's what i mean differs between the markets and yes we are a little all over but we do have a what we call a global first outlook and and a um and what we call a digital outlook first um okay. so everything has to be uh, thought through in a digital way because we know that most of our target audience they stream they stream and they look at the they look at their phones when they make most of their purchases It's true. <laughs> It's yeah. true. Yeah. So you as a brand and marketing manager at Nupu, um, when you go with the global first or the digital first strategy, how do you distinguish? How do you focus? What do you do? <laughs> do you do content? Do you uh, cost per clicks? Do you make sure you're in all these different web shops or do you sell from your own web shop? I mean, what do you focus on with a, with a global first and digital first point of view? 
It's definitely a fine balance because we found that the, our target audience, they don't want just hard sales. Um, they want content as well. I mean, in this world where you can shop uh, in the entire world at the same time, you can compare from country to country, it's very important to feed the target audience with more than just a sale because ultimately, obviously, we want to create sales. That's how we survive. Um, but we also... We are also in a business that we know we can provide them with more. We can give them more knowledge and more um, and more content in the way to educate them about nutrition, about food. So it's very important for us that it's a balance between both. Um, but that's not always easy um, because uh, sometimes when you pr provide them with more content, they don't buy. Um, and then you hit them with a good office and they'll buy and you're like, okay, what do you want? But, uh, but that's why it has to be a fine balance. Okay. And so who does the content? Uh, do you have people working at your company or do you outsource that? How do you create this content? How much content do you do per week, per month? Um, not enough. Not enough. We could definitely, there's, uh, no, there's uh, always, always room for improvement. Um, we're actually a quite a small company compared to um, uh, the market share that we hold. I mean, we're only 13 people and then we have an external sales force of uh, seven people. Um, so, um, so right now um, I'm uh, providing a lot of the content. Um, I, I've become a, a lot more, strategic but i do also have to execute and i find it hard to find time to execute when you're also uh, uh having to do um uh, a, a lot of the other stuff so uh but we are uh, we have uh we're in the process of hiring we need some young people i'm not uh, i'm not uh, young anymore so uh, i need people who are born with social media Uh, who doesn't remember a time when social media wasn't there We because they can create time. content. <laughs> I know. They can create uh, content uh, so much faster than I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're definitely, so we're in the, so we're increasing and we're definitely growing, which okay. is good. Yeah. Um, so in terms of uh, so platforms for this content you create, is that articles, is that stories, is it Instagram, is it a video? What is the kind of content you have the most success with? Yeah, so we're represented on different platforms. I mean, uh, we, we, we definitely obviously have Google ads, we have Facebook ads, thus Instagram. Um, we do have a lot of blogs and articles on our own website. And we have an external, we have a, a couple of external guys who who uh, creates um, all these things for us at the ads. Uh, but we feed them. I mean, we have to feed them with the content. Um, so those are the platforms we're represented on. We also, uh, and that's, I mean, I would love to do more stories, but um, we do a lot of influencer marketing, which is sort of uh, our latest platform uh, to be represented on because that creates a lot, that creates a lot of um, content back to us that we can then reuse, which is very important. So, um, so, and that's also something that's a working process because you always have to improve and, uh, but, but there's something that you will see more uh, influencer marketing coming from us as well. Because they have lots of followers and they've recommended many people buy it. It's, it's how it works. It's, um, yeah. It's hard work. You can't avoid it. And, uh, and, uh, we, we've so far used both micro influencers, um, To create content, but uh, but we've also used some bigger influences, which is with mixed mixed um, outcomes uh, because 
sometimes it becomes more about the person than it becomes about the product. Um, so it's very difficult to to have that fine line. I mean, we don't have a Kardashian in Denmark to uh, to say one thing and then you've sold for a billion dollars, you know. So um, it's a, that's what I mean about it's a working progress. Yeah. And when you're saying people, you're mean, meaning that some of them might have some egos. Is that what you're trying to say before? Or? I mean, some might, some might, some, <laughs> some might. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys do any as search engine optimization? Are you focusing any on that? Yes, we are. We, um, I mean, we. It's actually, it's actually quite a new prog process for us. We've opened a new department. A digital department and uh at the same time i began uh, uh we had a, a new department that was called head of uh, I mean, we have a head of digital and uh he is um he is focusing on that so so it's a new process for us but it's um obviously a very successful one already and that's something we're going to keep working at um because uh because it works it's just simply works um uh, yeah there's no, there's no uh searching for a Weight loss pro, uh, you need to be found when people are searching in Google. It's just, yes, yeah. yes, we do. And, um, yeah, we also have, uh, I think you also uh, said something about cost per clicks and yes, we do. I mean, we're always working towards achieving a lower cost per click, but that I have to say is something I can uh, say I have people to do for me because that's not really my uh, <laughs> core competence. <laughs> Um, yeah, but we do, we do, we do definitely do a lot of stuff to try and improve our digital journey, but it is a working process and we're always looking for new platforms, but we also have a product that is somewhat age sensitive, which means that our product are not illegal in any way, but we don't ethically, for example, use children in our advertising. So that means that when people, uh, people, um, come to me and ask if we want to do TikTok and so what I'm I'm that's not our platform for us at this time because of everything that has to do with the age. Um but new platforms are popping up all the time. So if something comes up that has any interest then, you know, we'll see. We'll see what uh what we can use. Our target audience is a little older. I mean uh, they're not not that young. So uh, we have to focus on that. Can you tell us more about your target audience, who they are? Our core target audience are women who are probably between 35 and 45. It's after having children because it's also the age where women are most dissatisfied with their bodies. Uh, but we do also see um, development uh, in, uh, I mean, there's actually a lot of men buying our products, but men don't tend to own a product on social media the same way women do. Uh, women will more proudly go out and say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm using Nubo, it's work. We don't see a lot of uh, uh, men do that. So some of the men we have also as influencers are more sports men i mean boxers uh because they use our products to um because not for weight loss but to 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 control and to put something good in their bodies uh because our products obviously have all the right nutritions so so it's a little different but uh but our core target audience is definitely women uh okay. in right. in that age yes it makes it a little easier too 
to go after the target audience. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Well, Camilla, it's been absolutely a pleasure having you through. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us about uh, your, your journey and uh, Nupu's journey. It's been exciting and interesting to learn. And um, thank you so much for being part of this podcast. Oh my God, thank you so much for having me. I'm, uh, I'm very uh, thrilled uh, and uh, lovely meeting both of you. At the end of uh, each episode of Memorable Marketing by Media Group, I invite our producer, our podcast producer, into uh, the program because he, saying C. Weber has been sitting in the background and listening and making sure we sound somewhat okay. Um, thanks for that, Sane. And In a totally all- non-creepy way. <laughs> that also came out wrong. Um, and saying, uh, you always, I always get you to come in and talk a little bit about what you learned today. What did you think about uh, today's uh, topic? It's, it was really interesting, I think, because both because this company, Nupo, has a balance between digital and traditional markets, choosing the content that goes onto each of those different things. Uh, And they have to deal with a lot with the difference in culture from market to market. They're talking about uh, the difference between the German market and the Swedish market and how to get into the UK and how you have to handle these different markets differently. Um, I think that was really interesting. I I think it was interesting because they had the, this multi-tiered approach where they had Amazon in Germany because it was just a massive market. Then they had distributors in other countries. And then those distributors would help get into pharmacies and retails, but also nutritionists and dietrists. I'm always saying it wrong. Sorry. Um, these different people helping how to eat, right? And they, uh, recommending this brand. So so there's that aspect. So there's retail doctors and, and you've got the Amazon. So all these different models are working at the same time. And normally a business focuses on one or two models, but this yeah. was a multi uh, approach, which was kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And I think definitely talk the way that they were talking about, <clears throat> Camilla was talking about choosing the right content for the right medium. Yes. So, and how they, they steer away from TikTok because they don't want uh, to, they kids. don't want ch- kids in there. They don't want to, focus on that younger audience they know their audience and they, they're looking forward to find that audience yeah. on each different medium which yeah. is a very interesting uh conversation to have yeah yeah i like that um also i knew the brand because as i mentioned before my mom when i was back in the 80s she used it and i just remember the seeing in the kitchen and so it's a big brand in in, in denmark and then how it it came went the wrong way and now it's back to being what it is. I think that's a, also a phenomenal journey over a 40-year period, how a brand can go out of style and back in style because 80%, um, 75%, 70, 76% um, awareness, you said? Yeah, market awareness and is huge. And then 80% of the market. I mean, that is that's almost a monopoly. That's 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 a lot, 80%. So Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a huge achievement, yeah. especially for something that did decline and had to, had to come back. Yeah, impressive. All right. Well, thank you, Zane, as always, to get your two cents about today's uh, podcast. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. And thank you for making it sound good. Thank you for listening or watching Memorable Marketing by Media Group. As I mentioned before, if you want to find out how you can work with us or you want to contact me and speak to me, um, there's two ways of doing that. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, there should be something on the description of the video. Or if you're watching it on one of your podcast platforms, whether it's Apple, Spotify, there'll be a link in the description of of my email address how you can get in contact with me. And yes, I will read it. I will respond to email and I would love to hear your story and how we can help you you learn with marketing. But if you want to work with us and get all the knowledge we have then write to me and i look forward to hear from you uh thanks again to uh thank for producing this so thank you for listening <laughs>